Welcome back to the podcast. It is Get Betty With It, and I am Holly Stark. And I am Mary Sorensen. And today we are really excited because we have a dental hygienist on the episode today. So we interviewed uh, Vidi Lopez. She says her full name in the interview. I'm not going to even attempt it, <laughs> but <laughs> you can just call her V or Vidi. Yeah, there we go. No, this, <laughs> this episode is amazing. I honestly learned so much and I said it in one of our previous episodes, kind of foreshadowing of what was coming up. And I, I just have taken so much from this episode that I just never learned. And mm-hmm. it's, it just is because of my own dental experience, not because of like all dentists out there, but I just feel like I was not taught a lot of things that yeah. she goes over in this. Yeah. And like, we talked about it in our episode last week and yeah, I've like changed how I brush my teeth, how mm-hmm. I floss my teeth. Um, when I floss my teeth, I would just yeah. kind of like, br- or not floss, when I brush my teeth, I used to just like brush them when I was done eating breakfast or something, yeah. not allowing those pH balances or pH levels to balance, can't speak again, what's new. Um, And yeah, it's just like changed the dental game for me. I 100% agree. And I just like think about it more now too. Yeah. I feel like I'm much more conscious of my kind of in general dental health, even more so than I was before. For sure. I completely agree. So Mary, I wanted to check in. How was your week this week? I think you, I mean, from my watch, I hold my hand up like everyone can see me. Uh, From my watch, it seemed like you had, you know, like a good week of exercise. Yeah. um, This week started out so sunny and so nice with the weather. And honestly, like I I stuck it out throughout the week and like kept on with my goals. But I just noticed how much the weather has an effect on like me, like a wanting to work out Mm -hmm. and like me wanting to eat healthier. And like it just really... I don't know, like pushes me towards that more. And then when it's like right now in Chicagoland, it's like rainy and cold and crappy. And it's like, no part of me wants to like hop on my bike or go outside or do anything, you know? Um, But this week was very good for me. I worked out, I think every single day, possibly took a rest day on Wednesday, but I did like go walk my dogs and things like I had an active rest day. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it was just really good. And I stayed on my eating. I have been changing my mentality a lot towards eating and that's been hard but really good so that's kind of how my week went that's something I kind of wanted to quickly talk about because I was listening to a podcast yesterday I was listening to um, one of the episodes from almost 30 with Jordan Younger their most recent episode and they talk about intuitive eating and it made me really think Mm -hmm. of like our previous conversation Um, and they were talking about like when people are like oh you need to intuitively eat so many of us like don't know what that means because Mm -hmm. we've never listened to our bodies before so they were talking about how like you know the health world is all intuitive 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 but mm-hmm. most people like, and we've talked about this with Cam and Andrew, you know, it seems like it's some buzzword type of thing because mm-hmm. everyone's quote unquote doing it, but most yeah. people don't actually do it correctly because they do not know how to listen to their body. And so when yeah. they said that yesterday, I was like, that is so true. Yeah. Like, no, I, I agree. never thought about it like that before. Well, and like the book I'm reading, which I'm like obsessed with, and I talk about probably too much, the fuck it diet. Um, she said like there's so many things out there where it's like oh I am craving chocolate and so diet industry tells you well maybe you're not craving chocolate maybe you're craving your your body needs magnesium so Mm -hmm. you should eat nuts like Mm -hmm. have a handful of nuts and see how you feel and she's like yeah maybe your body does need magnesium but like you also need chocolate like you are craving that so like have that Mm -hmm. because if you don't like go and like have your cravings and things like that you're never going to get out of that pattern of 
craving them. Sure. And she like talked about like the intuitive things that have been kind of skewed because of the diet culture and like where people are like, oh, maybe you're not hungry. Maybe you're just thirsty. And maybe sometimes that is the case. But I think that's why like we have such an issue with like intuitively eating because we're told so many different things when we try to do that, you know? Yeah. Like we actually do not know how to listen to our bodies. Exactly. So I 100% agree with that. I don't think that intuitive eating is an easy task at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah, I want to, and I'm glad you said something about food because that was just something I've been wanting to talk about since I heard it yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to, I was going to look for an in. (laughs) I (laughs) I love it. Well, how did your week go? Um, I know you had some lady, lady time. Yeah. So, so I knew I was going to be starting my period. Well, I didn't know at first Monday, I was really tired. Um, and so I didn't work out at all on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, I just did some walks and then, Mm -hmm. um, Thursday and Friday. And today I've done bike rides and walks. Uh, well, I didn't walk today. It's raining outside, but, um, (laughs) I knew my period was starting. It's actually still just started today. Um, it kind of came later than I expected. Um, Mm -hmm. but I've definitely been feeling like just tired this week. Um, but I was still proud that like, technically I only have two rest days. I took Monday off and I'm taking tomorrow Sunday off. So I still like moved every day, which I'm really happy about. Um, but aside from that, like, I feel like my week was a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To put it, just to put it lightly. Um, but you know what, the weather definitely did help. Obviously the last Mm -hmm. half of this week has been very rainy here in Illinois. Um, but kind of outside of that, I feel like I, food wise and and workout wise and things like that I felt a little bit better but mm-hmm. um I know that I can still do more like I, yeah. I like there's other things I want to do like reading you know more often yeah. and things like that that I know like I need to finish my schedule and I need to stop just like lying to myself <laughs> yeah see I actually have because I found a book I think that I'm just so interested in like physically reading books is hard for me so like I listen to them mm-hmm. and if they're not on Scribd, which is the app that I use like I don't get to them very often because sure. like I don't know what it is about a physical book I just like don't have the attention span mm-hmm. um but I've actually been like reading listening to a book and I'm like so proud of myself for doing that because yeah. that's one that's of the awesome. things that literally I struggled with the entire time yeah yeah, so. definitely, definitely. So, I mean, like we were saying last last week, I was like, weeks, man. <laughs> um, you know, we want to just kind of bring more of our like day to day life updates into, mm-hmm. especially our interview episodes. So, let us know if you guys are liking this. Um, you know, this is something I think will be kind of just fun. You know, because we do have some a lot of upcoming interviews, and I know we're reaching out to a lot of people for mm-hmm. upcoming interviews. So, you know, obviously we're going to have more of those because I love hearing other people's stories and takes mm-hmm. and things like that. But, you know, let us know if you guys like this kind of longer intro style. Um, but with that being said, I just can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Yeah, so. let's get into this. I'm <laughs> so excited. It. We'll see you guys <laughs> on the other side. All right, we are joined by the amazing Vidi Lopez. So can you start with just telling us a little bit of who you are and, you know, just a little bit about yourself? Uh, yes. Well, as you mentioned, my name is, the full name is Viridiana Lopez Pedraza. Uh, I'm a registered dental hygienist here in the state of Illinois. I've been in the dental profession for about 14 years now, okay. and I love it. I love it every single day. I love it. And how did you first get into the dental world or what kind of drew you to the field in general? Uh, It was actually, I just took on an opportunity 
before working as a dental assistant, I was a waitress and a high school friend had an interview that she had second thoughts about and it just convinced me to go ahead and, and take her position. So she took wow. the position and then she declined and she's like, can you just go and take my spot? Dentist <laughs> really needs an assistant. Um, there's no experience requirement. The only requirement is for you to speak Spanish. So he needs someone that's bilingual. So I took the position, um, he trained me. And in that office, I met a wonderful colleague who's still my friend to this day, Edie's. And she took me to another office, she started working at. And from there, I have fulfilled multiple different positions in a dental office, from scheduling, calling insurance, presenting treatment plan to patients, um, assisting doctors, which is what I liked. Awesome. And um, and then as I was finishing my bachelor's degree, I decided to to become a dental hygienist just because I love prevention. I love that. I love, I love that. that. And I feel like something that we've been focusing a lot, especially I would say in this year's episodes mm-hmm. is dental health. And I really like we focus on, you know, physical, mental, spiritual, all these different types of health. And mm-hmm. I realized that like my dental health is something like I like was not paying any mind to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, because, you know, I'm like, hello, this is another type of health. Like if I don't have my teeth, like you can't chew as well. You can't start that breakdown of your food the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. As someone who has dentures, if it's fun having them and I guarantee yeah. you, they'll tell you no. Yeah. And I like, remember my grandma having dentures and like, I remember she hated them. So like, I don't want to be that at a young age, like I'm only 30. And so can you tell us a little bit more? Cause I feel like so many people do not realize how important dental health is. So can you just talk a little bit more about that and like truly like what can spring from not caring for your dental health? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think that dental health goes beyond just having pretty white teeth. Um, it involves your your diet, your lifestyle, your overall health, and most importantly, it involves what you do every single day to take care of your teeth. And I wish I could tell you that brushing is enough, but it's not. Flossing is extremely important. Like if I could carry a little banner, did you floss today? Did you floss today? I, I would because it's that important. Um, I tell patients, you're with yourself. 365 days out of the year and coming in for a dental cleaning two to three uh, times a year, it's not going to matter. What really matters is what you do at home. Yeah, definitely. Like, absolutely. Because the moment you start having a cavity and if you wait for it to have pain, then it's a bigger issue. Mm -hmm. The tooth can no longer be saved. And when we're younger, we're like, okay, it's a back tooth. No one's going to see it. Take it out. Right. Yeah. And that starts shifting your whole, your whole bite. Yeah. And you start chewing on one side more than the other side. And then years go down the line. You start losing teeth on that side. Oh no. You have a bad experience. You stop going. And it's just like a domino effect. Definitely. Definitely. And I feel like somebody, I didn't even think of that of the dentist too. And I feel like. I said, I feel like so many people are scared of the dentist. Oh, absolutely. Um, I've heard a lot of patients, like they have true uh, dental anxiety. Like Mm -hmm. we have to sit down and have that conversation. 
let them express what's their fear and letting them know like, hey, dentistry is not the way it was 10 years ago when I start, you know, working in the field or 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. Dentistry has changed and is definitely a focus of what conversations are we having with our patients? What was their previous experience? There's also more options. If you're extremely scared or extremely afraid, you know, you can be sedated for certain procedures. Mm-hmm. Overall, you need to find the right dentist, the right dental hygienist for you. If you can't connect with your provider, it's going to make it difficult. Definitely. Yeah, I was going to say you touched upon something that I think a lot of people have. I know I've had an experience where you do have a bad experience with a dentist or, you know, a, a certain association like dental practice, and then you stop going completely. What would you like? What advice would you give to people when they have that bad experience that like kind of like not all dentists are the same, but like, how would you tell them to like get out of that situation and move on to someone else? Um, simply by seeking just other providers. I mean, we live in an urban area where we're grateful to have a lot of options, Mm -hmm. Uh, at least, you know, here in Chicago, if you live up by the countryside, maybe you don't have options and maybe you just stuck with the one dentist in town, Mm -hmm. but you live in an urban area. If you don't like the one provider you want to go somewhere else, because the worst thing you can do is, is think that you're going to be okay or, or wait for you to have pain. Mm-hmm. I tell patients the moment you have pain in your mouth is not a simple fix. Mm-hmm. So who's going to tell you if you're brushing the right way? I mean, yeah. everyone's teeth are made in a unique way. Our arch is, you know, my arch is different than yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, your lifestyle is different than mine. You know, if I have some anxiety and I'm clenching and grinding constantly, that's different than yourself. So mm-hmm. there, there's a lot, a lot of things. And no one is going to be able to tell you that unless you go to someone to find out if you're doing the right things to take care of your mouth and your teeth and your oral health. So just keep, keep looking for the right person. I mean, there's a lot of us that love what we do. Like, <laughs> really love it. I love I that. Love that. Um, that's Thanks. a catchphrase that Mary and I will say a lot, <laughs> just get used to it. <laughs> um, but this is very much off topic, but quickly, because you said, you know, grinding your teeth or like things like that with anxiety. So that's something I do a lot. I'm better at grinding my teeth, but I notice like even day to day when I'm working, I'm like sitting with my teeth, like clenched and You're I clenched. just started like probably in the past six months. So this is me exploring my own curiosity. Is there anything that you would recommend to get started? Because I do have a dental appointment booked. It's just a couple months out. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, one of the main reasons why we clench and grind is stress. Makes sense. There's other reasons, but that's like the top one. Yeah. And everyone in this era has stress of some sort. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, you work in corporate America, I mean, we all have stress. Mm-hmm. I clench myself. Okay. I have, like, if you were to look at my canines, you'll see that one is shorter than the other. Yeah. <laughs> I clench sideways. So I have caused damage there. Uh, but I personally just try to, before I go to bed, have a nice little shower, calm myself down, do a little meditation. So I relax myself before I go to sleep. 
Okay. Like There's also night guards that patients can get. There's some um, over-the-counter ones. They don't fit as well, but for sure. some people they work. So essentially that prevents you from causing more damage to your teeth. Doesn't prevent the clenching and the grinding. It just prevents further damage. I think that's an amazing point that like your mental health, like being stressed and things like that can also affect the fact like your teeth, like clenching and doing those things. So I love that you brought in like your routine before bed to like kind of prevent that. So like maybe people who are listening that don't do that, it's like maybe try to de-stress before you sleep and that could kind of prevent it. Yeah. Personally for me, that, that has worked because I've had patients that are like, you know what? I can't wait that can't, I can't wear that night guard. It feels uncomfortable in my mouth. It feels sure. bulky. I, I end up just tossing it. And, you know, in the middle of the night, I just take it off and it's there on the floor in the morning. <laughs> Good place for it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. So you want to spend X amount on a night guard. So, yeah. Um, right. I mean, every case is different. Some people do it so, so much where it's, I mean, they, they might need other kinds of treatment. Right. Uh, but one of those things that there isn't um, one treatment that's good for everyone. Fits all. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's something that like one, because I've been focusing more on dental health, but two, like once I started, cause I've grinded my teeth at night for a while, but like once I started clenching during the day, it was like a huge sign, like okay, I need to go like talk to a dentist about this before. Like I really mess up my teeth because I'm clenching them so hard for a year or, you know, whatever before my yeah. next appointment. So I know that's something that's been like weighing on me a lot. Cause I catch myself all the dang time doing it. <laughs> I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's hard because yeah. we do it, you know, consciously we just do it. And it's good that you're catching yourself. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. And I think there's a lot of people out there who probably are it's also doing common. it and not realizing it. Yeah, it's very, very common. And I think during the pandemic, people being very stressed, we've seen it more in younger people. Definitely, um, definitely. So yeah, it's, it's, it's serious. So you want to get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so speaking of that, so this is something I actually learned from who we know mutually, Haley, who's my best friend um, and who you work with. And so she was telling me one time about like how dental health, if you don't take care of your dental health can lead to, you know, Alzheimer's and all these other health issues, which makes sense, but I never put that together. So can you just share a little bit about some of the other diseases that dental health can lead to? Obviously, I know you can't speak on every single thing, but like some of the things that just people don't realize if you don't take care of your dental health, what can later come for, come for you? That sounds so daunting. (laughs) (laughs) Sneaks up on you. (laughs) Well, I mean, think, think about it this way, right? So you go on two to four years without seeing your dentist, right? Mm-hmm. Things can happen just within six months. Sure. Your, your oral hygiene habits can start to slack and essentially your mouth is full of bacteria, good and bad bacteria. So the point is to always have balance. And the moment things start shifting towards bad bacteria, our immune system starts to try to fight this. And sometimes you just simply can't deal with it, right? Um, there's a lot of research out there saying there's link to Alzheimer's and other <laughs> disease. Part of it because essentially you're swallowing <laughs> all of that. Okay. Oh. So that's one. 
but something that I guess not everyone thinks about is diabetes. Okay. And diabetes is very common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tell patients, if your diabetes is not under control, your body cannot fight infections. And that includes infections in your mouth. Sure. <laughs> so you might start to develop gingivitis or periodontitis at a faster rate than someone who's healthy. Interesting. And the best thing you can do even before starting any um, dental cleanings, you want to bring your diabetes under control as much as possible because that way your body will be equipped to fight that infection. So and sometimes I, I have patients have diabetes and the treatment is not doing so well. Then I ask them, how's your, how's your A1C? How's your glucose levels? And they give me, oh, it's, it's like 9%. And I'm like, oh, that, there's the problem. <laughs> like, yeah. So work, work on that because otherwise your, your body can't, can't fight infections. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like it, it's like it's the same thing with your regular medical physical health. Like if you have, um, you know, an infection or disease, like your body's going to be more prone to pick something else up. So it's like, I, for me, who just learned this, you know, within the last year from Haley was like, duh, how did I not know this for like almost 30 years? But it's like, I feel like so many people don't realize that your dental health can affect you just like your, you know, quote unquote, physical health or, you know, whatever medical health, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And I think it goes back to what I said earlier. You know, people just think of white pretty teeth. I want a pretty smile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. A dentist can make a pretty smile for you. How are you still going to maintain it day to day? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You still need to brush. You still need to floss. Even more so when you have dental work. Sure. Yeah. Because those teeth are not as intact as before. So, um, I think once people realize it, that your mouth is also like part of your body, yeah, mm-hmm. you're a whole system and, you know, your mental, your physical, um, your whole health is, is one. Right. So yeah. I think we just kind of need to start changing a little bit of that mindset. Definitely. Yeah. I think that there's a lot out there too, where it's like, you hear people be like, oh, well, I've got like a small cavity, but it's like not a big deal. Like yeah, I'll get that taken hurt. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's fine for now. I'll, I'll go to my year, like my annual one. And that's in like six months. It's fine. And I feel like people do like put off that kind of stuff or like, I'm sure it infuriates you when you see like the memes or like the gifts or whatever of people being like, I tell my dentist that I floss, but like, there's no lying to you guys. Like you can see when oh. people don't floss, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I always ask, okay. Um, what's your, what's your routine? Like, like how often are you brushing? How often mm-hmm flossing so every time I ask how often are you flossing uh it's like uh I'm like there's no right or wrong answer just let me know what you're doing so I can help you better right exactly (laughs) (laughs) I used to be that person who would like go in I'm like oh I floss every day and all my gums are bleeding I'm like no this this is fine (laughs) some patients would tell me that and then the, the moment I go in there and I'm like you know what? I know you said you floss every day, but I think we have to work at the technique. Here's a mirror. Let me show you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you you're lying to me. I don't know. You could be. No, it's me. yeah, right. Exactly. And, and might- yeah, the technique might be just what I, what we hmm. need to work on. Exactly. It's, it's funny. 
I love it when patients tell me they floss five times a day. I'm like, okay, I don't even do that. <laughs> That's so no, great. I know straight up lying to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny. But, yeah. That's hilarious. Um, this is completely off topic, but just because this is the first time we've actually spoken, you have such like a nice voice when you speak. That's so yeah. weird to say, but like you oh, say something you. and you pause and let people process, which. I know I do not speak like that. I'm like, do, 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 do. Like, I just keep going. (laughs) And so I appreciate that. I'm going to take a page from your book as I continue to learn to speak in my life. (laughs) I think part of it is the older I'm getting, I need to pause to really transfer from Spanish to English. It's weird. I wasn't like that in my 20s. (laughs) I do need to pause. Sure. So I, I think that's what it is. Interesting. Well, it's teaching me a lesson. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but so like I was saying, I've been focusing more on my dental health. So is Mary this year. You know, are there, you said brushing and, and, you know, flossing daily. Are there certain daily or weekly routines that people should be doing? Or like, how long should you be flossing and brushing? I feel like that's something that I don't see a lot about. And so just sharing those like, daily things and how long and because I my fiance will brush his teeth and it's like a minute and I'm like definitely should be brushing your teeth longer than that (laughs) well it's um dentists always say like two minutes you know you go to visit your dentist twice a year you brush for two minutes and you floss every day Mm -hmm. but some people don't um don't don't a lot of plaque doesn't attach to their teeth very easily right? So it all depends on how smooth or, or how rough your enamel is. And that's different for everyone. Also, your saliva flow. If you're someone that has dry mouth, you're going to accumulate plaque more than a teenager who's salivating like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's why teenagers sometimes can get away with having poor oral hygiene, because they're constantly salivating and their mouth is constantly being cleansed by our saliva. But someone who's on a lot of medications or who's also stressed and has constant dry mouth, the challenge is different. Okay, so I tell patients, when you brush, your teeth should feel decently smooth and wherever they don't, just go and brush those areas a little bit more. For some people, that's a minute. For some people, that's two minutes. For some people, it might be a little longer. Interesting. Okay. But definitely you want to brush night morning and nighttime and flossing ideally at night, but it's not the end of the world. If you do it in the morning, or if you do it when you come home from work, it's more important that you do it every single day. That's, that's like the key. Mm-hmm. Um, other few things are your diet. Uh, for example, are you someone that's constantly snacking or are you having meals? Are you sipping on water or are you sipping on anything other than water? Yeah. (laughs) Because her pH level in her mouth is always trying to be maintained somewhere near neutral. Okay. So the moment that we eat anything that's not water, (laughs) drink anything that's not water, the pH level can go as low as, as four. Okay. Now the fun fact is or enamel starts to dissolve at a pH of 5.5. So imagine if you're every 30 minutes uh, sipping on orange juice, coffee, energy drinks, protein bars, trail mix, every 30 minutes, you're not allowing your mouth 
to your saliva to neutralize the pH in your in your mouth. Wow. So you're just increasing your chances of developing cavities. That's crazy. I'm like mind blown right now. I know, me too. I'm like speechless. So like, wait a second. So, you know, I personally, yes, I have coffee every single morning, but I consume it within what, 15 minutes. Um, I don't brush my teeth right away for the same reason you want to allow for that pH level to neutralize before you brush your teeth. Interesting. And how long does that usually take? I'm sorry to interrupt. 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Research has shown it takes about that long. So personally, I wake up, have breakfast, do my hair, everything. And then the very last thing I do before I step out of the house is brush my teeth. Okay. Okay. And I want to emphasize on brushing, not scrubbing your teeth. <laughs> that was, that used to be me where like my gums, like, again, I was terrible with brushing my teeth before at, or not brushing, but flossing them. So my gums were like always like inflamed anytime I'd like brush my teeth. So I would be like scrubbing my teeth and like my gums are like gushing blood. I'm like, this is fine. This is normal. Yeah, we have two extremes. We have it where, you know, patients are not doing anything at all where you are overdoing it. So, mm-hmm. And that's something I know I've struggled with too. Like I remember growing up before I like ever had an electric toothbrush or anything, I would always, my mom would always buy me like medium bristle or whatever. And I would brush so hard that like mm-hmm. the bristle, you know, it would be like a month and I'd have to get a new toothbrush. It was and, out. Exactly. And my mom's like, why do you brush your teeth so damn hard? And I was like, I, I don't know. This is, and like, thankfully I've gotten better at it but I know mm-hmm. I probably still brush too hard I think now in the last like you know seven years or so since I've gotten an electric toothbrush I feel like that has helped me I don't know what the science behind that is but um but I'm just like why like why do I feel the need to like jam into my mouth with this toothbrush <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird it's a weird thing um you know I myself at some point was was causing damage to my teeth as well um but the key thing, I, I, you want to hold the toothbrush like towards the, the end, not like the whole handle, because then you're adding a lot of force. Yeah. So that that's one sense. thing. Um, you don't, you want to avoid long horizontal strokes. It should be like small 45 uh, degree angle towards the gum line, just like little small circles without a lot of pressure. You know, no Mm -hmm. one should be able to hear you. Like if you're in the the restroom brushing your teeth, someone in the living room shouldn't really be able to hear you scrubbing teeth. Like that's that's not how it's so interesting. Um, Some electric toothbrush come with a pressure sensor now. So I think that's helpful. Uh, Me personally, I I tell patients, if you're going to go with a manual toothbrush, soft or even ultra soft, ultra thin, ultra slim, you're better off with those then oh, wow. I don't even know why they make the medium and the hard one in the first place. <laughs> Interesting. I always thought like medium was like the standard or something. No, it's just, I'm telling you when you don't, you don't go and get this information with your oral health provider, you're just mm-hmm. going to go and, and buy whatever's out there. And Blindly do anything. A lot of things. Yeah. There's a lot of things on those um, aisles. Definitely. Yeah. And so kind of going off of that, do you have any certain like toothpaste? the what toothpaste <laughs> or floss or anything that you use I know um and I don't know if you use or have used this brand but Haley sent me cocoa floss recently um yes. and I have some to share with Mary as well but I don't know what it is like if it's just like the cool story behind this brand because I obviously looked into them once she sent them to me but mm-hmm. I have been flossing every day and like that's not something I've ever been good at 
and it's been like a okay. month now and I love this stuff. And so I don't know if it's just a floss or whatever, but Hey, if it, if it means changing your floss up and you're going to floss every day now, then I think that's great. So do you have any products that you really like to use or found along kind of your experience? Um, well, I tell patients, it all comes down to, to your teeth, right? Me personally, my requirements for toothpaste is it must have fluoride. Okay. And it shouldn't leave me with like a burning sensation in my mouth. I've tried different brands. So, and I'm always changing every four months just to try new stuff in my mouth. Sure. And I have a colleague like tell me, Hey, how is this toothpaste? Like we kept the toothbrush the same. We just changed the toothpaste and figure out what's good for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in terms of floss, I love generic wax floss, but I've tried the cocoa floss as well. Um, I can use either one. Some patients, their teeth meet so close together, they cannot, you know, fit any thick floss in between their teeth. Like sure. they use like glide, something that's very thin. Mm-hmm. So I tell patients, the best product for you is the one that you use the best. There's a lot of options. So find what's right for you. Yeah. And so, oh, I'm sorry, Mary, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to ask about like, you know, like the flossers besides being like terrible for the earth, like, are those any better than anything else? Or is it just like a convenience factor that people use those? Uh, I think it's more of a convenience. Okay. The okay. Whole purpose of flossing is not just to bring the floss in and out, but if your teeth are right next to each other and you bring the floss in, you want to follow the curvature of the teeth. Okay. Right. You want to make a C or a U shape with the floss. I'm not sure if I'm making sense. It's one of those things I demonstrate better than I can describe. But um, with the floss holders, the floss is pulled so tight that you don't mm-hmm. have that flexibility. And it's very easy to um, injure the gum in between your teeth. Mm. Okay. Wow. So whenever you floss, you want to floss on the tooth surface instead of just bringing it straight in between your teeth and hurting your gum. I feel like I'm learning more now than I've ever learned in my history of like teeth care. Same. I was like, wow, I'm changing so many things today in my routine. (laughs) Simple things to do. Mm -hmm. Simple things. And you just have them every day and you'll be able to keep your teeth for a very long time. And something you mentioned was using fluoride in toothpaste. So I wanted to ask about that because I... I always try to use like more natural organic sort of products and stuff like that. And I feel like from my research that I've done, so many of those natural organic blogs and stuff like that are like fluoride free toothpaste. Like that's the best blah, blah, blah. So, and maybe this is because I don't know as much about fluoride. So why do you always look for toothpaste with fluoride? Well, fluoride is one of those minerals that make our enamel stronger. Okay. So the more mineralized our enamel is essentially less prone to, to cavities. Okay. Um, there's a lot of fluoride-free toothpaste out there because there's a group of people that say fluoride is toxic, it's poisonous, mm-hmm. and our teeth naturally have fluoride. So no, I don't think fluoride is poisonous. Uh, it can be toxic in very elevated concentrations, okay. but the, to- the amount of fluoride that's both in our tap water and in toothpaste is very small. Gotcha. So, gotcha. I've always wondered about that too. (laughs) There's one like, there's a difference between ingesting fluoride versus topically using it on your teeth. Okay. So, you know, and if you're someone that has a lot of cavities, I'm gonna 
advise you to make sure you have fluoride. Yeah. If you're someone that has never had a cavity in, in your life, then maybe you can go off with that fluoride free toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And Mary, I know you wanted to ask something about teeth whiteners. I've never really used teeth whitener. Like I've used like a kind of my own natural way, but mm-hmm. I think you wanted to ask something about them. So I will yeah. let you that question. <laughs> yeah. So as far as like teeth whitening goes, um, all like the strips and the gels and the whatever, like, what do you personally think about that? And if those things are like kind of hurting your teeth, obviously it sounds like you shouldn't use them, but I feel like a lot of people will say like they leave on these strips and whatever, and it immediately starts hurting their teeth. Is there a reason why that happens? Or is there something that's not beneficial from using those kinds of things? Uh, I mean, some of those products are great. I see great results with patients, but then again, everyone's enamel thickness and mineral content is different. So Mm -hmm. if you're someone that has sensitivity with those, then maybe you should just use them less uh, frequently or with caution mm-hmm. okay. um or sometimes you might put some of the material on your gum and that's what really really burns oh, okay Not too much the teeth but that you put a little bit of that bleaching material on your gum and it hurts really bad i did it myself <laughs> and uh just re- just remember and just discourage them from one um and it took years before i tried to do whining again just because I was so afraid. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. It was just a little bit of the extra whitening material that got into my gum. So, yeah. I remember I did that too. And it hurt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a couple other questions just in regards to like things like that, like the whitening toothpaste or thing like, cause I know doctor or dentists and everybody like has like toothpaste that they sometimes recommend and then they also have whitening like you can go in for whitening from a dentist um as far as like those like is it worth spending your money on like whitening toothpaste like that or is it just better to go to your dentist and get it done Uh, in my opinion when it comes to whitening you're better off either going to a dental office or Mm -hmm. buying like over-the-counter whitening um material okay Mm -hmm. the toothpaste the way they they of these toothpaste have very abrasive ingredients mm-hmm. okay? so they're more for um, they end up kind of wearing out your enamel so i try to stay away from whitening toothpaste or those charcoal infused toothpaste same thing it's very it's very abrasive so instead of whitening your teeth you're essentially um wearing off your enamel oh wow so, um i I don't use whitening toothpaste. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, whenever I want to whiten my teeth, I use some over-the-counter trays or strips, um, or I get it done in the office. But it's maybe like once a year. And that's amazing. Okay. Uh, I mean, our canines are a little bit yellower than the rest of our teeth anyway. Sure. For some of us, like myself, it's very prominent. So sometimes I'll just whiten my canines just to be, to even it out. Not that I want to make my teeth whiter. I just want them even. That makes sense. But uh, I'm cautious with it. I don't, I don't overdo it. Cool. Yeah. I just always see those things. And I know it's like marketing ploys and things like that from like toothpaste companies and whatever, but I just wanted to make like to hear from someone who's in like the business, like if those are even worth buying. I mean, there's some that are, okay. So let me say this again. (laughs) 
everyone's um, enamel is a little unique. Mm -hmm. Some sure. people, all it takes is, is one round of whitening strips and their teeth are really white. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's other people like myself, I can be 40 minutes on the laser machine and I might get them maybe one shade wider. Gotcha. It just, for some people, it does wonders. And for some of us, it just, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And that's, like that's, yeah, that's be a so lot interesting. of things like yeah. in your life. It's like, it's, it's a hit, hit or miss. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And something that I know as I was kind of researching you a little bit found you have, you're kind of, you're building your online brand with YouTube and Instagram and, um, you know, talking about dental health. So can you tell us more about kind of what you're doing over there and kind of what you're really aiming to provide to people on your Instagram and YouTube? Uh, yes. So I have my YouTube channel, my Instagram page and Facebook page, all with the same name. It's in Spanish. It's called La Puerta de Tu Salud, which translates to the door to your to your health. Because to me, your mouth is the door to your health. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my goal is to educate the general public, you know, uh, raise awareness and motivate them to seek care because there's a lot of people that don't seek care either because of finances, but I think a lot of it is just uh, also fear. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because when I tell someone that doesn't have insurance and I'm just throwing here random numbers, let's say you go to an office and it's, let's say $200, right? For your exam, x-rays and, and a cleaning. Mm -hmm. And let's say you go twice a year, which is the recommended for most people, that's $400 a year break it down into 12 months and compare it to how much money you spend on Starbucks coffee. So true. So I feel that a lot of us make enough money to at least seek the preventative care. And mm -hmm, if yeah. you start doing that early on in your life, then your chances of ever really having a cavity and needing all this extensive and expensive dental procedures is going to be less. Definitely, definitely. So my, my goal is that to bring awareness and to motivate people to seek care. I love that. Because we're in the 21st century. Um, toothbrush and, and floss are affordable and right. you don't have to go get an electric toothbrush that is out of, out of your budget right now. I mean, if you, if you get a regular manual toothbrush and you go to someone to help you clean your mouth better, then you should, you should do it. It's worth it. It's your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I love that too. I feel like I don't see, and, and maybe it's just, I know Instagram and YouTube curate, you know, based on what you look at and all that stuff too. But like, I don't see a lot of people talking about dental health and like kind of having their whole mission be dental health on social media. So when I, when you followed our Instagram, I was like, Ooh, this is so cool. <laughs> a lot of it was in Spanish. So I had no idea what it said, but <laughs> <laughs> but I was right. like, I, I don't do the, see this. Yeah, I try to do the post both English and Spanish. At first, the whole idea was to, you know, to seek uh, the Spanish speaking community. Sure. But I had a lot of my undergrad friends, and they're like, well, what about us? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So when I post something, I have the English and the Spanish version. For the YouTube videos, I've done them all in Spanish. And that has been my challenge in part, just because being in front of a camera, I get a little anxious. Sure. <laughs> That makes sense. So, um, but you know, I love doing it. I love sharing what I know. The way I think about it is I see maybe six to seven patients a day, but maybe I can reach more people through a video. 
Sure. And, and maybe they, you know, start implementing something new. Maybe they didn't floss and maybe now they want to start to floss and maybe in some months they want to go and seek a dental appointment. So boom, I've met, I've met my objective. By doing I love so. that. I love that. I love that because like you said, like you can see people and tell them those things in the office, but I'm sure you get a bunch of people who are like, I'm on my lunch break. Like, let's make this quick. Like, let's get the cleaning done and let's get out of here. So it's like, they can go back and look at that and be like, okay, here's more information. Yeah. So I definitely love that. And social media, who's not on social media? Exactly. Right. (laughs) Everyone has some form of social media. I feel like. Yes. Except my mother. She doesn't know how to work anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so kind of changing routes a little bit over from dental health. So we are very much focused on all kinds of health here. And so, you know, in terms of like your physical or mental or spiritual health, how do you keep those things in check? Or is there anything you kind of do in your day-to-day life to help with those areas? Um, well, I try to have healthy habits. As I mentioned, I love drinking water. So you hardly ever see me drink pop or juice or anything. It's just my coffee in the morning, water throughout the day. I'm working on drinking more water because some days they're just really busy and and I don't get to drink that much water. That's that's one. Um, Five days out of the week, I have this, I make myself this super awesome smoothie that I love. I put like mixed greens in there, mixed berries. Uh, I put hemp protein powder wee protein powder with coconut water, uh, banana, mango. I mean, I love it. So <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't, I don't usually eat a lot of fruit and vegetables. So that's my way to get in my, my fruit and vegetables yeah. for the day. Um, as a Mexican, I kind of declined or reduce the amount of tortillas I eat. <laughs> I'm rice, I'm not eating tortillas, just making uh, healthier choices. Sure. Mm-hmm. That. Um, as I mentioned, distressing before I go to bed. Definitely, I notice that the days that I don't do that, I I can't fall asleep as as easy, and uh, and I'll probably be clenching a little more that night. Awesome. And you said earlier that you meditate before bed as well. What kind of meditations do you personally like to do? Um, I guess more than meditation is trying to get myself like really relaxed. Okay. So, like, like I close my eyes, and you know I. I just, just mentally thank God or the universe for, for what I have today. Yeah. And uh, just really try to calm myself down. And then I just go to sleep. I love that. <laughs> I, cause I, I, I'm a huge like person about meditation and I've gotten Mary really into meditation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people think meditation is like this one specific look of something. So since you said you did it, I wanted to be, see like how you did it. Cause I'm like trying to share like, no, you can do like moving meditations and you can mm-hmm. do this kind of meditation. And like p- people don't know that. And, and you know what I do? Oh, I also stretch. I stretch every morning and every night, I love um, that. especially because a year ago, right before the pandemic um, hit, I was starting to have chronic pain from work. Like my shoulder would hurt, my elbow, my wrist. And uh, sometimes I would cry about it. I'm like, I I love what I do, but it it hurts to work in pain. Yeah. So I start seeking care with a chiropractor and I learn ways to stretch my body. And it's been the best choice I've made for my health. Like for me to be able to stretch my arms and not be in pain. Yeah. It was good because I was taking ibuprofen sometimes every day before I would go to work 
Oh, wow. Jeez. Um, <laughs> you know, it was not enjoyable. Well, yeah. And you're someone who is going to be using your exactly. arms every day. <laughs> like... So I love going to my chiropractor. Um, I go every once a month now. Yeah. Wow. So I had awesome. my active treatment and I go once a month now. And here I go again. I don't have insurance, but it's, you know, you can't, in my opinion, we shouldn't put that as an excuse. Prevention sure. is Absolutely. That's on everything. So I love that. Um, I've practiced message. what I preach. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, and so what we always like to kind of wrap interviews up with is asking our guests, what are three things you're grateful for today? Well, I'm very uh, grateful for being alive and healthy. I'm grateful for sharing the space with you ladies. And uh, I'm grateful for having my teeth. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. So perfect. Um, so very lastly, where can our listeners find you and connect with you um, for your Instagram and your YouTube and Facebook and anything else? <laughs> yes. So yes, uh, I, like I said, uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. It's La Puerta de Tu Salud. And I'm sure you'll, I'll. Yep. I'll you'll have it all in the description box. <laughs> um, I'm considering having a TikTok, but I don't know yet. I, say go I recommend it. Keep you under the loop for that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's where you can find me. I do have my personal uh, pages as well. Uh, it's called Viri Lopez P, but I, I am more involved with my dental pages. <laughs> awesome. I love that. Thank you so much, Viri, for being yes, here. Thank you and so much. Sharing. You're welcome. I, Anytime. I love it. I feel like Mary and I have both like mentally took so many notes that like I'm excited to edit this episode so I can like write everything you said <laughs> right I so know I feel I feel like I got so much knowledge in like this short time that I've had like my entire like dental hygiene life <laughs> yeah same wonderful wonderful I'm happy to hear that and anytime you guys have more questions um how you have my number share it with Mary I mean I love what I do uh, I love talking about it so We'll have well, you thank back. You we'll so have much. A, another dental segment in the future. We'll mm-hmm. yeah. touch up with Beatty and our <laughs> dental health. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anytime. Definitely. I love it. Thank you again so much. And we will see you guys in the outro. So, I mean, I just love her. She's magic. I, know. I just love how passionate she is about what she does. Like, I feel like that's very difficult to find nowadays. Mm-hmm. And like, she's just so passionate and like, has such a good heart for helping people because I think that she brought up a lot of like insurance and like having people mm-hmm. not know a lot of this stuff and not maybe have the means to like go to a dentist or things like that. And she's right. still providing that information to so many people out there. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's wonderful. Yeah. And I love that, like what she's doing with like her Instagram and YouTube and mm-hmm. things like that, like sharing more of that information, because I think, you know, for people who can't afford to go to a dentist or what you know whatever the situation may be yeah. like it's hard to sometimes find information that's trustworthy online so like yeah. knowing it's coming from a dental hygienist who you know works in a reputable mm-hmm. reputable place and things like that just like obviously makes you feel more comfortable going and, and sourcing information from someone like her yeah 100 percent. and it was just so interesting to learn so many different things that I just didn't know mm-hmm. about like even with like the diabetes and stuff that she talked about I was like 
yeah I would have never known that kind of stuff you know yeah and like I said in the interview like I didn't I never realized like dental health could lead to things like diabetes mm-hmm. and Alzheimer's and like all of these other diseases like I would have never or have thought. effects like d- like having diabetes can have an effect on your like dental health and like right. the way that the procedures work and things like that so that's yeah it's crazy yeah it was just it was very eye-opening to see like how much dental health like really is important not that I didn't think it was important yeah. before but I feel like we all kind of disregard how important yeah. dental health I is. I think that when it comes to different facets of health, I think that dental hygiene is put on the bottom of the list mm-hmm. because it's just not something you brush your teeth. You would, like, I don't think that we learn enough about how important it is. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, it's something that I would love to like continue in the future like mm-hmm. talking about these things or whether it's with her or, you know, someone else in the dental world or whatever. Like, I just feel like we can share so much more mm-hmm. and like spread that message about how important dental health is and how important it is to take care of your teeth, just like we exercise, just like we eat well, yeah. you know, just like we meditate, whatever it may be for our other types of health. For sure. I completely agree. I think that there's just so much that's unknown that someone, whether it's her or someone else in the dental industry could teach us in regards to your teeth and how to take care of them and things like that. Yeah, definitely. So before we wrap up this episode, Mary, I'm going to change it up a little bit. What is one thing that you're most grateful for today? Um, I like how you had to whisper the question back to yourself. (laughs) Uh, I am most grateful for the tax refund that I just got because it has been so financially helpful um, to just pay off some debt that I have to get things like rolling with our house and like getting Mm -hmm. projects done. So I would say my tax refund is one of the, like it has just, it came at a good time where I needed it and I needed to, you know, have that confidence in my financial health. So that would be mine. Yeah. What about you, Holly? Number one, most (laughs) grateful for. I'm going to say, now it's like six things just popped in my head. I'm like, which thing do I want to choose? <laughs> I'm going to say, um, today I was grateful for spending time with one of my friends last night. I went out to her house. Um, it's almost been two years since Angela lived there and I haven't even seen her house. I was oh, one excited gosh. to see her house, but um, yeah, it was just nice. We like had dinner. We just hung out. She's who I play Animal Crossing with. So we literally mm-hmm. sat on her couch and she has like a huge L-shaped couch. It's new. So we like cuddled into her couch and literally oh. played Animal Crossing for like three hours. I love that. Sometimes that's just all you need. Yeah, it was relaxing. It was peaceful. Like we even poured ourselves a glass of wine and both had like two sips, honestly. Like we ended up <laughs> throwing most of it, or not throwing, but like, you know, rinsing most of it out and um yeah it was just like such a relaxing night that was just fun and different because it's not like I don't know I still don't see people very often yeah Um, I know some people have kind of kind of went back to their normal lives Mm -hmm. and everything like that but I haven't um and so yeah it was just it was just nice something different yeah no I love that yeah so yeah I love that so let us know, you know, what your guys' biggest takeaways from the episode was. We would love to hear, you know, what you learned and maybe didn't know about dental health before, something you're implementing into your mm-hmm. dental health routine. Um, so to share that, you can always find us on Instagram at GetFittyWithItPod, or you can email us. Get me with get the email. Fit- oh. 
at getfittywithitpod at gmail.com. Yes. So make sure if you guys are new here, well, one, hello and welcome, Um, but make sure to subscribe, follow, whatever it's called on the platform you're listening to. Um, And if you learned something from this episode, share it with a friend because that's how we're going to continue to grow. Yeah. I literally like went to my coworkers like the following day and like told them all the things I learned from like the episode. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So So yeah, let us know. And with that, we will uh, see you guys next Monday. Have a beautiful week and do something good for yourself this week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.